What's up? It's your boy Gray and your boy Bizzle, and we are back in these podcast streets again. What's going on, my man? Uh, nothing much. I'm just excited that we're reviewing what could possibly be the best Kanye album. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Yes, yes, and this is a continuation of the Kanye series that uh, Bizzle has dived into, and he has uh, allowed me to join him on this uh, adventure. Uh, and I'm glad to be a part uh, of this ride as we dive into the discography of Kanye West, a very controversial figure. But I mean, oh yes, this was uh, right after the whole Taylor Swift stuff, like in, at the VMAs in 2009. So this is uh, after that. So he received all the backlash and. The, you know all the uh, media attention that comes with attacking uh and well people felt like he attacked air quotes you know a very popular artist and took away from that moment but uh very interesting time uh, when uh my beautiful doctors of fantasy was created uh, but again before we do that let me just start again from the beginning this is dad can i get a dollar podcast <laughs> so, uh, we'll make sure we state who we are. I think we said that before, but I don't know. Keep, yeah, keep you keep going. You know, just want to make sure y'all know who we are. But y'all should know because you've been great listeners and uh, listening to my man Bizzle break it down. But as we were saying about my beautiful uh, Dark Twisted Fantasy, uh, like you like you said before, it was kind of a controversial time afterwards from the whole Taylor Swift. Just a little background. Uh, my Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is the fifth studio album by Kanye. It was released uh, November 22nd, uh, 2010. Um, and its first week, it debuted at number one on the US Billboard 200 uh, chart. And it sold uh, 496,000 copies in Ooh. its first week. Ooh. Big numbers, big numbers. And this is also important. Uh album for yeah and that just uh people like all oh, the other sex is happening but just musically mm. this is his return to like hip-hop hip-hop mm. but if you go back in the first two albums before this we had a graduation and then 808s and heartbreak yep and we'll get to 808s and heartbreak later but you know yep yep uh very very good point it went back to the to the hip-hop to the beats to the rhymes and the production um as you all know immaculate so that's what we're gonna break down uh, just one more couple of uh, highlights on the background of the album. Uh, it won Best Rap Album in 2012. It didn't win a Grammy. Yes, it didn't win. I'm upset about that. No, it won Best Rap Album. Yeah, but it didn't get. It didn't, it didn't win Album of the, the album Year. Of the year right? Yes, yes. That's yeah, and that's where a lot of people were like, "Yo, this is this Grammys do they?" What even won uh, Album of the Year? <sighs> that's a good question. Let me. Let me, uh, I have to look, I'm going to come back to that, uh, and I'm going to look it up, uh, and so I can give you that, uh, yeah, but, was, um, who was it, look it up, and why you what, what year was it? 20, 2012, oh, 2012. So Babel by Mumford and Sons, now, this might not, this might just be, it being not my genre, but I have never heard of that name. I don't <laughs> know, who was a Babel, Tower of Babel, I don't know, <laughs> uh, but see, that's the thing about uh, the Grammy, like, you know, they're taking into account other genres of music, uh, 
that yeah but that over Kanye over this album not even just yet this album I, I I listen I I know man like I it, it hey it baffles me it baffles me as well uh how certain music doesn't get uh the praise in the awards um arena you know by you know the major awards you know uh, that are given out like the album of the year song of the year like hip-hop doesn't it get it like it doesn't qualify or something like it's like i don't know just it's very interesting i just i'll say the least it's uh you know very very interesting so um but you know that's that's how it goes you know um and then further just to the, the cap um the guest focus on this album that we'll break into break down yeah some you know star-studded uh, guest vocalists Nicki Minaj, Rihanna, uh, Jay-Z, Pusha T, Rick Ross, Kid Cudi, John Legend, uh, Alicia Keys, John, uh, Elton John, Rayquan. So, you know, when we dive into each track, you'll see, like, wow, he really um, put a star-studded, you know, supporting group with him. And it kind of speaks to how the album's put together. It's very collaborative. I think he recorded this uh, in Hawaii. And so he like flew folks out, different producers, different rappers, different songwriters, artists, and they just kind of like a uh, very collaborative uh, project that they just worked on different songs. They went to different rooms, they working on the songs and come back. So they kind of speak to that. So um, that's just a little background of uh, my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy, uh, the album highlights on the background. So, but the star of the show, is Bizzle. We're breaking these tracks down. So, you ready to do this thing, man? Yes. Let's go. Let's do it. So, now, first song on this is Dark Fantasy. Yes. So, I want your opinion, especially for us. Let's start. You hear Nicki Minaj coming out. Like, who is this voice? So, at this time, Nicki's uh, her debut album, uh, uh, Pink Friday hasn't uh, came out yet, but she's already gone at a lot of buzz. Um, you know, she, the mixtape, she was, she, you know, buzzing. So, you hear her on this, you're like, oh, okay. This is something new, this is something different. And, uh, so that was the first thing that caught me. And then, the beat, you know, uh, this, you yes, yes. So, uh, <laughs> oh, which is uh, also reference to his fame at that point. Well, yes. At that point, it's infamy. Mm. Who would get much higher from this? Where does he go from this? He did get much higher. Yes, he did. <laughs> Somehow. Uh, Somehow. And uh, I like the beat. It was like a good little driving beat to it. Like, like I, I really like that. Um, overall, like I just thought it was a good... It was like it, it caught my attention. Um straight from the jump so i was like okay um what we got here what is it what direction is he gonna go into because you know kanye can go in so many directions so i thought it was a good um a good way to start the album a good beat nikki come off so what about you yeah it's uh this is some of the best rapping kind of like ever even looking at his career mm -hmm. like if you look at the first two songs it's the best some of the best rapping rapping kanye has ever done 
Right, right. Two lines being um, too many Urkels on your team. That's why one slide was a reference to the Family Matters character. Mm-hmm. And another one is the plan was to drink until the pain over, but what's worse, the pain or the hangover. Mm. Wow. So those two were just bars, and I can, I always come back to them. I have those like rotating in my head 24 7 to the Dark Fantasy and how much I listen to it. So the bars jumped out immediately for you. Yes. Uh, with this song, how does it make you feel when you first heard it? Like, you so the the bars jump out. What else did you did you feel when you heard? Well, when I first heard it, I didn't really like it much. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just didn't like it. Okay. And then it just it was like a yeah. aha moment. It just it just hit like oh I get it I get it. Now. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, what would you what would you rate? Uh, Dark Fantasy? Dark Fantasy. This is a nine. It's a nine. So out the gate, you're coming out with a nine. Yes. Okay. So at this point, you've listened to prior Kanye albums, and you come out the gate with Dark Fantasy. Were you like, okay, I like where he's going, or you still unsure? Uh, first time, I wasn't sure, because I think the first time I heard the, uh, can we get much higher? And then a little bit after that, I was like, Mm-hmm. Because uh, I was like, uh, when's Kanye gonna come on the song? I skipped over because yeah. I thought it was just um, an intro thing. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, so we got it right there. A solid nine out the gate for Bizzle. Uh, next up, uh, Gorgeous. Yes, Gorgeous. This is like a top ten Kanye song. Woo! Hit the hit the hit the applause on this one. <laughs> That's everyone you know when Gorgeous comes up. Yes. Yep. Yep. I mean, even though Cuddy's on this, he did his job. I was just about to say, yes, even with Cuddy on it, and you still have high praise for him. He did what he's good at. That and the stuff that gets up gets you close. Just, and don't put you in the far wall. I needed, that's the only thing Cuddy needs to do. Yeah, yeah. No albums, no singles. He just, needs to <laughs> just do the hooks and ad-libs. He's like Ray on the off-season. Yeah, okay. Oh yeah, he uh, he did his thing. He, he sounds like perfect for that haunting type of uh, chance. Like it just like okay, it just, it just fits perfect for him and the style. What about the guitar? You hear that? And it, I'm not doing it justice. <laughs> but what about when you hear the guitar come in on there? That was amazing. When I first heard that, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. This is the only song that I just always heard. Yeah, yeah. Um, I almost always come back to that Especially, it comes back to um, a shout out to uh, Mike Dean. I, I looked this up. Mike Dean and Ken Lewis uh, were on the guitar for that. Um, it really just stands out a bit more. But yes. uh, how would you feel with this uh, gorgeous? Uh, how would you get it? What rating would you give gorgeous out the gate? Nine point five, and on a good day, it might be a ten. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, very strong out the gate uh, with a 9 for Dark Fantasy and a 9.5 for Gorgeous. So, uh, as we go into the third track, Power. Power. I'm just going to hand it off to you, man. What you got? This, this is an amazing song, but I don't think it's a top 10 song. It's, I love this song. But something's off about it for it to be in my top ten. In your top ten? Yeah, I'll give it a nine and everything. Okay. It's just not in my top ten. Okay. Okay. Um, what? 
what do you like about it? let me start there I'll break it down what did you uh, what did you like about it the um like structure of the song the like the beat like what what did you like about it okay mm-hmm. and then as you look further into the song um you hear the sample from i think it might be a Beatles song as a 21st century skid toy man mm-hmm. that comes up after I think like the intro verse mm-hmm. versus the reference that I don't have enough time to go into because I lost the video about it and then I forgot it. it's all the things that was about it right so uh, you can look that up on my own but uh, this is a this is a good song the Gorgel song I remember hearing this all the time like all all the time if it wasn't Black Skid it was this yeah the, this is what Mm-hmm. They sure did. Uh, that's where we used to work out at, and uh, they love power. Like it was, it's like a good workout song. But it's a it, again, like you talked about on prior episodes, like it's an anthem. Like it's just a stadium. You can hear this, you know, Tana. Like if I was playing basketball, I would want this to be the song I come out where our team comes out and do our layup drills and you know at the beginning of the game. Like I'm doing a sweet finger roll layup, you know. <laughs> I'm looking up in the crowd, like yeah, we about to. <laughs> it's one of the best songs to get high to, I think. Um, it's just a smash. It's an anthem, you know. No man should have all that power. It's I'm like, yeah. So for me, that's like a 10 out the gate. You know? Nine. Nine. Okay. Still good. Still good. Not your top 10, but it's up to you. Okay. Uh, next up, we have a interlude, all of the lights interlude, basically, you know. Well, I don't have any comments on it. Yeah, yeah. We just go into you know, all of the lights. It just kind of flows anyway. Um, all of the lights, man. Shh. Come on. I'm just, just going to. This is another Kanye song that I first heard from a meme. Mm-hmm. It was in like 240p and it said April Fool's Got You. And, the, and there was like five seconds of the song. It was just all of the lights and then ended. That's it. So that's why I hate I hate the song that I heard it first from a meme. Mm-hmm. That was that bad. But I still love the song. Yeah. So once you found the, the, the real uh, the song and its entirety, the origin of it, you loved it. Uh, so, it's so grand. What you think about Rihanna jumping on this one? Uh, she was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Was pretty good. Yeah. I don't know who that second verse was, but it almost really sucked for me. It was um, unemployment line, something, something, made me lose my mind. <laughs> and then they had a reverb on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know who that was. The memory bump that, um, it wasn't even the first. It was like too far. Yeah. Um, uh, man, he said, MJ gone. My good dad, my dad. I was like, no, bro. If Jay is no like man, uh, but yeah, it just so again, it's so grand, it's so, uh, so like anthem like again, like Kanye just has a, a way to just make a anthem type song. Um, but okay, let me before I ask you that, I just want you to look at check out this additional vocals list that was on this song, like people. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Let me do the guess. Can you guess? It's a list. It's a nice little list. How many? Can you? Uh, can you guess how many folks? Uh, additional vocals list update. Like, oh wow! I didn't know that was on there. So guess. Yes. You said Cuddy. That's right, Cuddy. Yeah, I, um, I don't think it's Cuddy. I don't think it's Cuddy. Um, I don't think it's Cuddy. Um, I don't think it's Cuddy. Um, I don't think it's Cu
it'll be anybody else's on the album, but it's like a, like a major part of the album. You may not know these artists. Well, I say the name, but then you go, like, okay. But it's a list. Let me just, let me just. John Legend. He's, yeah, he's on. He's on this. The song right here, all the likes. Uh, he's he provides additional vocals. Drake. I'm like, he was on there. He must be in the back, like. Uh, Ken Lewis, Alvin Fields. Eli Jackson, I'm just making some for you. Elton John, like that's like yeah. wow, I didn't know Elton John. Was I, I, I didn't know. Yeah, Alicia Keys, uh, Ryan Leslie, uh, The Dream, Charlie Wilson, uh, Fergie. You know that's who she come in. That's the, the female that was rapping. That was Fergie, Black Eyed Peas uh, member. That's when Fergie was like really big too. So. I was like, wow, look at that just list of for that song, All the Lights. So he had a compilation of like top tier artists on there. So Yeah, it's all in the background. Yeah. But all the lights, like what is that when you feel like me again, I, I like to ask, like, how does it make you feel when you hear that hear the same feeling when I listen to We Baker. Not the first time mm. I was with Baker, but like the time after, that's what it feels like. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, do you feel like uh, this song is in the top ten for you, or maybe, maybe. it okay. might be, might be? So it's up there. It's up there. Where do you rate this song? Or what? You know, nine, a nine, a solid nine. Okay, so, four nines, four songs, four for four. Basically, he's out of part. Basically, and then we're going to monster. Monster. Monster is the first song like this that I'm giving a ten. Yeah, yeah. Most of most of the tens for Kanye that can put that can, like with Ghost Town, like I said in the um, other episode, that it's just different from these other songs. But Monster, I have to give it a ten. Mm. Like everybody delivered on this part. This yeah. is probably the best yeah. verse you'll ever hear from Nicki. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you will never be rapping like this ever again, and I'm, and I'm glad because Nicki really brings the best out of this. Yeah, mm -hmm. excellent point. That's why he he's like a conductor. Um, I think that's one of his you know talents that he can bring different people together, different artists. And, like he knows what he wants to hear from that person, and when he gets it, he like nails it. But like you said, Nikki ripped it on this. Like ripped it. The beat's crazy. It's like it's like going into a different world, a different of. Uh, a universe or something like like where are we at? We are somewhere uh, a multiverse because <laughs> we are out of here. So monster is a ten. Yes. Okay. Ten my yeah, yeah. Ten is it's great. Like it's it's up there. Um, just Nikki alone again. Nikki just shine on this uh, on this track. Jay Z's on here too. Yeah. Uh, this is pretty good too. Yeah. But you just like you say, you just remember like Nikki. You say Monster, you like oh Nikki is like <laughs> that was like her song. <laughs> like she made it hers. Uh, so really, really dope song. Uh, so right now we're like at six. six. Okay, next up is yeah, so Paul. So Paul, what you think about So Paul? This is like the worst song in the album. Maybe might be the worst song. It's, it's a good time. 
Uh, it's just seems a little warm for my reason. It's basically throwing out the monster. Okay, okay. This is feels kind of warm. Something's off. Okay, okay. That's I don't great. know what it is, though. Like, the beat isn't terrible. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, and then they were, they were spinning on it. Yeah. They were spinning on, like, uh, their friend was on there. I think it was maybe Ross and somebody else, maybe Pusha. Uh, yeah. They were delivering. It's just something was off, and I don't know if it's the beat or not. I think, uh, that's interesting. That's an interesting, uh, that's an interesting take. Uh, I think for me, it's one of the, it's like a nice, I want to say nice, it's like a, it gives me that eeriness. I like that. I like that. It gives me like raw edginess to it. I like that. Uh, Jay-Z was on it. Uh, Pusha T, uh, was on it. Um. Sahi, uh, Prince Sahi was on there. Sahi the Prince, uh, RZA. I thought RZA's part was just—he was just out here at the end, just yelling stuff. I ain't really. <laughs> but I thought, uh, I thought everyone else did. And he got Swiss and had to be, you know, doing his, his thing in the beginning. So, me personally, I liked it. I, I really liked that beat, and I thought the boys were, uh, were rapping on there. That's what I really liked about it. But, for you, it was just something that was a little off for you. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Beat was good. You know they were rapping, but it just didn't quite. The curl just didn't quite turn for you. Yeah, it didn't click. Okay. Okay. So for that reason, it was a six. Six. Okay. So nine, 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 ten, and six. Yeah. Uh, all right. So does it make up? Double. Is next double Yes. Yes. Okay, it redeems itself. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know what there is to say. It's a uh, it's a bound tool in this album. We get a little bit of Oda, Oge. Mm -hmm. It's uh, um, I what it says. It's a uh, sensation. It's whatever he said before that. It's uh, a. Mm -hmm. Why you looked that up? Uh, Ross ripped it on yes. here. Ross ripped this ripped this thing out to frame. Uh, Again, I always like the um, uh, the samples on this. Like it just yeah. So the way you look should be a set. Be my sensation, which is on the phone, and I'm not gonna explain it. But yeah. First time hearing that, and they come back to hear it again. This is part every time. You like mind blown every time. I won't really say mind blown, but you know, it's still like aha. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I just again, uh, I, I agree with you on that. Where would you rate that with new dress? Ten. Ten. Okay. Ten. So yeah, you did say ten. So this is a ten out the gate. So we got two tens on one album. On one album already. Give me, give me some sound. Woo! Oh uh, man. Next up, anything before I go? Anything next on definitely new dress? Anything next? No. Uh, what I think is really interesting is that with the sample, mm -hmm. the, the parts that he took from the sample and put them together, they are from completely different parts of the song, but he made them, I don't know how Gabe did it, but he made them sound like they're just one continual thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know how he did it. It was the sample's beautiful, it beautiful. I think Mike Dean is on the guitar. He did it up. Okay, okay. I think so too. I mean, let, me, uh, let me fact check. My my guy, I know he's on it though. Yeah, Mike Redeem produced you know, produced it. 
uh, on the guitar, bass. Yeah, you're right. Mike Dean. Mike Dean's a legend. Like you know. Uh, so, Mike Dean in the A's. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, it's kind of remind me of uh, that uh, picture. Uh, that's a meme now where they show LeBron, where uh, D Wade, when uh, LeBron and D Wade were together in Miami, and D Wade through that alley, and he just has his arms out because he knows LeBron is trailing about to dunk it, and LeBron just powerful. It was just it's a great, uh, a great picture. So that's kind of like Kanye and, uh, and Mike Dean when they get together or some stuff. Um, so ten for Endeavor in a new dress. Yes. Next up, Runaway. Runaway, at first time, because it was so, I thought it was overrated, which I still think it is now. Mm. I used to like, hate this song. I saw that it was nine minutes long, mm-hmm. and instantly I was just like, nah. It's not for you. <laughs> but now that I listen to it, it's pretty good. It's pretty I good. We have a toast for the scumbags. He was kind of ranting a little bit on this, I thought, uh, you know, they say jerks and scumbags, and, but he kind of reflected to myself I think, <laughs> as well. Uh, so, what would you uh, rate uh, Runaway? This is on the edge of a 10, but I'm just going to give it a 9.5. Nine 9.5. Nine so, again, give me another give me another round of applause. So, that's... The piano is iconic. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure everybody on this earth knows that. Like, you could survey 10 people in, like, I don't know. I don't know. They, they know that piano people. Yeah. At least five of them know. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see who was on the piano on that. I probably should, uh, should know this off top. Uh, we got on piano. I can't really say it. I'm going to say it. I have to get back to you on that. If you know who's on the piano, uh, please let us know. Please let us know. Hit us up at dadcanagetadollar at gmail.com. <laughs> just hit it up. Kanye, if you want to holler at us, my name, just let us know. Uh, but yeah, great song. Push T's on there. What you think about Push T's verse? Uh, Push T's verse is pretty good. Okay, okay. Uh, so overall, Runaway is a 10. Well, not, not a 10 for me. Not a 9 and 5. Excuse me. I'm sorry. 9 and a half to a 10. I'm okay. Well, I don't want to cheat it. Uh, next up, Hell of a Life. Uh, this was kind of for for the message that Runaway was trying to give. Hell of a Life is not really not really a song you want after that. Right. That's what I, I just thought. It's very it's for mature audiences only. Like there's a lot of stuff on here uh, that Bits will probably can't get into right now, and he probably you know I don't allow him to kind of listen to some. So, you know, uh, you know, just because the mature content on some extent on this one. So, and then I even listened to it. I was like clutching my pearls a little bit. So, <laughs> but even then, I can't appreciate the guitar in the background. I can appreciate the flow, but even then, yeah, yeah. Okay. Not the best song to put after Runaway, to be fair. For you, yeah. Because yeah, the entire message was, uh, you know, I'm so bad for you, run away from me, and then we get have a lot. Yeah, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, yeah, that's that's that how we got like right, right, right after power. <laughs> that is such a great point. That is such a, like, where are we doing here? You just, you know, and then we go into the next song, right? 
So, so what are we doing here? We're like, we're just going back and forth. Just toxic, blame game. Uh, okay, what for the blame? What did you rate? Uh, oh, I yeah. Uh, even though it's very vulgar, I can appreciate, like, like I said, the flow on the guitar. So mm -hmm. I'm giving it like eight. Eight. Okay. And then, like I said, we go into blame game. So it just this. It's like we are different ends of the spectrum when we get to these like songs. Going back to back, so Bland Game, uh, John Legend. Bland uh, Game was pretty good. I yeah, like it. yeah. Bland Game. I love, I love you. you. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is this was uh, one of the songs I used to nap like. Okay. But uh, now that I listen to it, it's okay. Yeah, it's a good, it's a, it's a good. It used to be like a four for me, and I was like six. Six, okay. Yeah, four. <laughs> Jump from four to six. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like an eight. You said no, nah, six. You might. Like six and a half. Yeah. It, it's like runaway, but not runaway. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I liked it because it kind of, uh, you know, John makes it kind of smooth, but it's like really talking about toxic a relationship, a toxic masculinity, you know, like he just, you know, there's a lot of just uh, not uh, healthy relationship type of things that you want. <laughs> Especially when it goes, uh, it goes like, You don't want to be a toxic relationship. You don't want to be a toxic person. Uh, you want to be a healthy. You want to do good things for your partner. And uh, but I know I haven't done that. I've had examples of toxic traits and stuff. So you got to do better. So do better, Kanye. Do better, Greg. <laughs> Give me a round of applause. Message. Message. Um, uh, Ask some more. I want to hear somebody like, yeah. Oh, we got next up, Lost, Lost in, in the world. world. Now, first, when I heard this song, there were three, there were three songs that were stopping me. Mm. Thinking my beautiful dark twisted fantasy was the best Kanye album. Mm -hmm. That was so appalled. Run away, play a game, and this song. But, but, uh, because but. the way that I rate how much I like albums. Mm -hmm. It's basically so I go through every song and go to the ones that I like. Yep. And then I can survive them by the amount of songs. Okay. And basically, late registration was uh, above this. But now that I look back on it, and now that I actually like those songs, just my beautiful directors and fancy might be above late registration. Mm. But mm. since we have a lot of time left, we can debate that. Yep, yep, yep. So, Last in the World, it's, uh, 
That sounds like Michael I like it, uh, the kind of uh, electro house element to it. Um, excuse me. Uh, I think, uh, who else was on this? Charlie Wilson, like he was hearing Charlie on that joint singing. Like, anytime I hear Charlie, wow. yes, yeah, he just adds something. He, Charlie just adds something to it all the time. Um, I just like it. It takes me again, like, into another little space, like, just like, what it lost in the, like, let's just get away, you know? And it's very danceable. I feel like it's like a danceable track, dancing beat, you know? Um, but I just, I just love, I just love how that, how, that, how it started and how it kind of shifted a little bit, the up tempo part. Like, I just, it's one of my underrated tracks, I think, uh, on the album. For me, I, I really, really, really like it. Where would you give uh, Lost in the World? It's an eight and a half. Eight and a half. Okay. Very solid. Very solid. Um, I give it a nine. I give it a solid nine. The next one is like an intro. It's like it's an outro. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, Gil Scott Heron. It's his uh, poem, Who Will Survive in America? And, uh, he it, it sounds good over the over the track, and it just it's very it, it I don't kind really of rated it song. right right. It's like I I thought. How did you like that to end the album? I thought it was very poignant to end the album like that. It just it kind of made me think about again, like a larger. Yeah, I think Lost in the World fits with him. That's why it's a kind of every time. Mm -hmm. You could say it was Lost in the World. Yeah, but it, you see how it like transitioned from that it just when i was listening to it i was like i thought it was one song but it you know at the end you know at the yeah. um so i thought that was uh pretty pretty unique how they uh, uh how he made how he set it up like that um and then like i said kill scott heron you know his uh, his poem that he, that he basically used uh, with the track under it, so just it just made you it made some of the words from the poem, you know, uh, it just make you think about America and like the origin of America and like the things that America has done to uh, its black people here in this country, the things we've had to do to survive, you know, like really breaking down uh, in a poignant way, like. The underbelly of the facade of America, you know, like you know, America has, has done some good things, but we definitely have a, a past that we need to acknowledge. And sometimes people, Americans, don't want to acknowledge that, you know. And the people who have been affected by it, you know, we've been uh, underrepresented, we've been not heard, we've been. Uh, at a disadvantage, you know, so, and so how do we survive, who will survive, so it's pretty, pretty good, uh, but my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, uh, again, for you, Bizzle, how does it rain for you, man? This might be the best kind of album, it's between this and Late Registration, but I think because, well, Late Registration doesn't have any tens, mm -hmm. but this has like three, so I'm just going to rate this above. Late registration. Late registration is more consistent, 
But it has, um, but hydrogen four pack twins, which is in fantasy, has higher highs and lower lows. So, okay. Uh, do you think this album, uh, do you think it took Kanye to another, you know, he had reached so many highs, like, this is like a basketball that we always compare sport. Like he just a, in a zone again. Yes. Okay. This is elevated. Yes. I think without my beautiful dark twisted fantasy discography, it have <clears throat> it have that ball that you can use and make it harder. Like think about think about uh, Kanye's discography without my beautiful dark twisted fantasy and about like all of those artists combining, and then we'd have like a Five year gap between Jesus and my And without that being like a buffer zone between those two albums, I think probably feels like a second floor. Probably not even seen. Right, right. Or they say wouldn't be like a trick. They probably still listen to the old album, but yeah. You stay my if you like him, you stay. It's not like his old stuff is gonna not affect you the way. If I like that song, I like that album, I'm not gonna not dislike it later. <laughs> if I like it, I like it. <laughs> you know. Um, but what do you think about um, the the sound of my beautiful dark twisted fancy? You talked about how he, he had a particular sound for eight hundred heartbreaks for graduation, late registration, college dropout. How would you personally describe the sound of this album? Uh, it's a little bit of Eric and Kanye, but it's more of a um, more of a position, a transition back to Eric and Kanye. Mm-hmm. As it go from old Kanye with the first three of the albums of the College Trilogy and the Nato Wakes, which is completely different. It's like completely different from almost every Kanye album. Right. And then we have this new year, it's Eric and Kanye. Yeah, some would say he's always been ready. <laughs> but this is. I wouldn't say he's always He's been confident. He's been very confident. So, yeah, this is Yeah. This is. I have achieved commercial success. I've just achieved professional success. Uh, now I face media criticism. I've had, you know, a very public life now. I live a very public uh you know, I have a public lifestyle. You know, anything I say gets blown up, or if I don't do so, trying to create. You know, you have all these other things around you that still deliver. I think that's always pretty impressive because at this point, we like we demand excellence. Like if you fall off, oh, the, the it's gonna be loud <laughs> to talk. You know, um, so I always kind of admire artists when they have so much pressure to deliver to perform and they do it uh, but overall man i listened to it the album again today just to just kind of like refresh it still hits <laughs> it still hits yeah that's what uh timeless music does it still hits. that was 10 11 years ago basically uh, 2010 we said yeah Yes. November, so yeah, we like this coming up in November, so. So that's a good. I'm only two years older than this album. <laughs> oh, man. But, and the funniest thing is, though, my favorite Kanye albums were made before I was born. Yeah. 
Yeah. Maybe you got an old soul to you. I got. Uh, but again, that just talks, you know, speaks to like good music. If it's good music, it relates to. Mm hmm. Perfect way to, to uh, encapsulate it. Uh, but my man, Biz, uh, that's my Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Anything else you want to add on that Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, Kanye? Uh, not really. Not really? Okay. So, um, ooh, big word. Give me, give me the sound round applause for that. Use big words. I gotta look that up, guys. SAT word on there. <laughs> spelling bee champion. Oh, give me a spelling bee champion. <laughs> M A S U M space space O P U S. Back in the office. That is correct. You are the script staff for spelling bee champion. But man, um, my final words on Don't Be For Dark Twisted Fantasy, uh, great album, replayable. Uh, almost every day. Yeah, most of them, most of them. And, uh, so if you want us to do some good music, you know. Exactly, you got it. May agree or disagree with some of the antics, you know. But if you just stick to the music, it kind of does this thing. So, but Biz, man, thanks so much, man, for breaking that down. Your insight is terrific. Always learn something new. We have these discussions, and it's always great to hear. Um, how you view music and how you uh, interpret, you know, what you what you're listening to, how it relates to you now. So I just try to give uh, my old school perspective, and you give your new school perspective. It's pretty dope, man. So uh, thank you, man, for breaking it down for me. So what do we do next? Do we do 808s and heartbreak? Because for the 808s and heartbreaks. I think we have to do a special episode. What do you think? Yeah, we do. Do you want to explain why we should do an AOA Heartbreaks episode? Because before you was like, I don't know. Break it down. Uh, we just have to do it. We just have to do it. We're going to go through the podcast. We're going to have to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sources, sources tell me that there was a very... Uh, uh, I don't want to say heated, but a very passionate exchange with one Uncle G. Uh, can you elaborate about his passionate uh, plea about 808s and Heartbreaks? Well, yes. Uh, <laughs> basically, it's, it's, it is the most influence of Kanye. I have to look at that. What does that mean? Yeah, that's important. Yeah. So, I don't get what that was the one that Everybody. Why did everybody have on Hey, he's a man. I, so for, for that episode, I think we should bring Uncle G yes. into the studio to break it down because I might have to be the moderator and uh, Uncle G and Bizzle, they're going to be like Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp and I'm just going to let them go back and forth on their views on 8 and Heartbreaks because 
they have contrasting views, and I think it's going to be great to uh, hear from both of them. In a way, in a Oh, man. Uncle G, you heard that. He calling you out. He calling you out. It's time to embrace debate. <laughs> embrace debate. And even, I'll go out of my way to listen to it. Ooh. Again. Yeah, again. I know it's tough. It hurt. It's the sacrifice. It the yes, it's the sacrifice. It's, man, you're, you're a real one, bro. You're a real one, kid. <laughs> but, man. Thanks again for tuning in to Dad Can I Get a Dollar Podcast. Um, please listen and subscribe to the podcast. You can listen to us on all the streaming platforms. Um, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Anchor, Stitcher, um, anywhere you listen to us, uh, listen to your podcast. We're there and uh, check us out. Hit us up on the uh, email, dadcannagetdollar at gmail.com. Let us know um, how you're feeling about the episode. We'd love to hear from you and give you a shout out on the uh, pod. So, uh, Biz, in closing, I want you to just uh, say something for the people, man. Give them something. That's it. It's not even that controversial, but you know that there's somebody. It's mm-hmm. going to be somebody that's like, I love Michael Pablo. I'll <laughs> say that the best out. Have you heard Fresh Track or something like that? Yes, yes. It's always one story out there. Well, good, man. Well, good deal. So, thank you guys for tuning in and listening. And we will holler at you later. Peace.